Uh, welcome back. This is the Only in Miami show, and I'm your host, Grant Stern. You can find me on Twitter at Grant Stern and everything about the show at www.onlyinmiami.co, iTunes, Podcast, SoundCloud, and a whole lot more. Check it out at onlyinmiami.co. And we're back with o- Ohio Democratic Party Chair David Pepper. David, thank you so much for calling in. Hey, thanks. Good to be with you. So, David, I wanted to ask you a few questions about early voting and voter registration in Ohio for audience down here to see what's going on in some of the other swing states. So let's start with early voting. Um, What's going on with early voting in Ohio? Who is voting more, registered Democrats or registered Republicans? So our early vote date was uh, a couple weeks ago was when you could start both voting in person but also sending in ballots. And the good news for us, the Democrats, is we've actually seen a, a nice lead building, both in person as well as by mail. Um, and, um, you know, at this point, we think from data we've looked at as of uh, before the weekend um, that we had one of the largest margins in the country when it comes to percentage of early vote that was uh, for Democrats versus Republicans. Um, we're seeing that in Democratic counties, but one of the most interesting areas, you know, we have some big suburban counties, and one of the theories has been that. Republicans just aren't that excited about Donald Trump and some of these suburban Republican counties that sit on the border of major cities, like, let's say, Cincinnati. One example is a very big county called Warren County. We just got data back a couple days ago that early vote uh, votes by Democrats were up about 50 percent. Wow. And early votes by Republicans were down 5 percent. So, you know, that's just one county, but that tells a story that Trump is – currently looking at an enthusiasm gap when it comes to Republicans. That's a that's a county that he has to win by a huge amount in order to win the state of Ohio, and he's just not doing it. So so overall, we're seeing about, um, you know, somewhere in the mid-50 percent, uh, as, as long as we're using modeling to get to this, uh, but, but somewhere in the, about 55 percent of the voters for early vote are are for Democrats, maybe a little, actually just north of 50, and the Republican early vote number is somewhere in the mid-30s. So we feel pretty good about the start we've got. Do you think that the endorsements of the many major newspapers in Ohio have made a difference? For example, Cincinnati had not endorsed a Democrat, I don't think ever, um, and it's been a long time since some of the other editorial boards had endorsed a Democrat, but this year... Uh, Hillary Clinton pretty much swept the major endorsements in Ohio. Yeah, she did. You know, it's 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 a combination of those papers. You know, the Columbus Dispatch, I would say, is probably the most Republican paper in Ohio, and they endorsed Hillary Clinton. The Inquirer is not quite as conservative, but same thing. They they hadn't endorsed since Woodrow Wilson, a Democrat. They picked Hillary Clinton. Uh, and then you've got other major papers who've done that. And then, um, and then, by the way, you also have, as importantly, major Republican officials. You know, John Kasich is pretty well known as a guy who's a, the governor, for goodness sakes. He can't bring himself to vote for Donald Trump. But he's not the only one. You've got a lot of other public officials, Republican officials, who have said publicly, we just can't support this guy. Uh, either they're going to vote for Hillary Clinton or they're not going to vote on that, on that level of ticket. So you add it all up. And you have a whole lot of Republican uh, organization, institutions, or individuals who just are saying we can't vote for this guy. I'd say we probably had that effect more here than almost any state in the country. I do think it's going to play a role. I mean, one is I just think it 
it, it you know is a messaging problem for Donald Trump and gives people cover. Number two is actually when it comes to people like the governor, you know, a, a, a sitting governor really has the um, operation of that state party at his fingertips. And if you're going to have a good campaign, that governor is a big part of getting out the vote of that of the members of that party. And so when you have a guy like John Kasich saying he doesn't even feel any responsibility to help Donald Trump, I think that's one reason the ground game in Ohio on the Trump side is so poor. There's just if there's not a commitment from the governor, it's not really going to be very strong. Well, let's talk about the ground game for a second. Um, have Democrats registered as many new voters as Republicans? Have Republicans registered more? What's going on in the battle to register more voters? Because usually. Whoever registers the most voters has the most enthusiasm behind their party's candidate. Yeah, I, so I don't have the exact numbers on this. One of the hardest things about Ohio politics is you you are, unless you vote in a primary, you actually don't register as a party. Okay. You, so you're, you're called, um, you're basically a non-affiliated voter. And so if we were registering people after the primary, they would not show up as being a Democrat or a Republican. Ah, gotcha. But I, that that aside, I would say I feel very good. We had a really, uh, really energized voter registration effort all year. Uh, we registered, we saw 800,000 total new registrations this year. Uh, we think a whole lot of those are going to be people who, again, they're not officially Democratic voters because they haven't voted in the primary. But we think uh, we feel good that most of them are Democrats. Uh, partly because we registered a lot of them, and a, a lot of other very uh, good nonprofit groups that, that simply have it as part of their mission to register voters have been out registering and concentrating on our urban areas, et cetera. So between the people we registered, which was well over 100,000, as well as other groups who registered hundreds of thousands, uh, we, we feel very good about the new cohort. And, and by the way, when we look at the, the age of the people who registered, when we look at the ethnicity, 68% um, of the new registrations were in cities. Uh, so we don't have a pure party uh, you know, affiliation to each one, but in the, the universe of the newly registered voters looks very good for us, uh, and, and it's more African-American than, than you know, Ohio's population. Uh, the one thing, by the way, and, and sure. I, I can't remember the latest fights in Florida on this, one reason this was so important is because we have a Secretary of State who has spent six years purging voters from the rolls, uh, literally um, right, Mr. because Houston. they hadn't voted frequently. Yeah, John Houston has literally spent years purging people, and we uh, uh, some groups took him to court, including the ACLU, and after a whole lot, and we've all been making a lot of noise about this for a long time, what well, was found that he was purging people illegally. Uh, the Sixth Circuit found that you can't simply, that, that he was literally picking people to take off the rolls because they had voted infrequently, and they found that to be a violation of federal law. So our registration efforts, and this is what's sad about it, wasn't to add new voters. It was to get back to the numbers we used to have. Wow. Um, now, the good news is we ultimately added a lot of new people, and the even better news is even the people who were illegally purged, the court ruled last week, they are we wanted them to be fully uh, returned to the rolls, they aren't, but they can vote provisionally, and as long as they have not left the county where they were when they were purged, they, their vote will count. Okay, uh, that's so, important to so know. Not only, for Ohio yes, voters, and it's something especially. That's, yeah, it is, and we're, and we're working to get the word out to all of them. 
so they were so so one reason that registering in Ohio was so important. We did actually as much as we could target the people who were purged and get them re-registered. So some of them we already got re-registered, but the others we because of the major court win, they they are not showing up right now as registered. Although their vote will count as long as they're in the same county where they originally were. So it's been a big battle and a lot of resources spent to get people. Uh, get new people registered as well as to re-register people who were illegally knocked off the, of the rolls. I mean, one of the worst stories in the country is what John Husted tried to pull off with this purging process. Well, David, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day running the Ohio Democratic Party to speak with me. Is there any website you'd like to share with our listening audience? Uh, say that again? Anything? Is there a website you'd like to share with our listening oh, audience? Yeah, just... Yeah, just go to www.ohiodems.org. Now, if you have, you know, I know a lot of people in Florida who have relatives in Ohio. We're all kind of in the same boat here, and I would say the same thing to both both states, which is vote early. There's no reason to vote late. I think your early voting has started right. Early Um, voting in Florida just started today. Yeah, so there's no reason for either side to wait. And so whether you're in Florida, Ohio, vote early and then spend the rest of the cycle, the 15 days left, getting involved, knocking on doors, making phone calls. And uh, that's, how we win o- that's how we won Ohio at 8 and 12. And we feel good that it's close here, like it is in Florida. But as long as our ground game advantage, we execute with that advantage, we feel good that we'll be able to deliver, uh, like Florida will, a blue result come uh, Election Day. Well, David, again, thank you so much for joining me on the program tonight.